Skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Up high to Robinson, pull, fire, scores for three. Action Jackson. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. To get you ready for BYU versus Baylor, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the 25th-ranked BYU Cougars are at home for a top 25 matchup against the 11th-ranked Baylor Bears. The Cougars' two-game win streak came to an end on Saturday, losing to Oklahoma State in Stillwater. The final score was 93-83. The Cowboys shot well above their averages across the board from the opening tip, especially from three, combined with BYU shooting just eight of 35 for three for just 22%. It was a bad combination and one that saw the Cougs lose to the team with the worst conference record in the Big 12. It's just another reminder of just how razor thin winning and losing is in the Big 12 and how no road games are easy. The Cougars are now 18-7 and overall and 6-6 six and six in conference play. The loss did drop BYU six spots in the latest AP poll, but the Cougars are still ranked, as I mentioned, coming in at number 25. There's nothing BYU can do about that one now except learn from it and move into tonight's matchup with a significantly better opponent, that being Baylor. The Cougars and Bears met in Waco back on January 9th. BYU led in that game and had several chances to get the road win but couldn't hang on to the lead, ultimately falling by nine. Baylor is 18-6 and with an 8-4 and conference record. The Bears have won two in a row, beating Oklahoma at home and then getting the road victory at West Virginia. Overall, they've won five out of their last six, and the only team in the Big 12 that scores more per game than, B- than Baylor Well, that's BYU. These are the top two scoring teams in the league. The Bears are also the Big 12's leader in three-point field goal percentage. Jacoby Walter is the team's leading scorer, averaging about 14.5, and he's one of six Baylor players averaging double digits in points. Tonight's game will also be the first time that former Cougar Caleb Lohner will be back at the Marriott Center. And while he was and would have been a key player with BYU had he not transferred at Baylor, he averages about nine minutes a game coming off the bench and averages two points and two rebounds. Now, Dallin Hall finished the game at Oklahoma State with 12 points, six rebounds, and four assists. And I asked Dallin how long it took to turn the page on the loss to the Cowboys. I think it sat with us that night, night, and then Sunday was a good day to kind of recoup. And today we had morning film where we sat down, we talked it out as a staff and with the team, and I feel like we flipped the page and we're ready to get back after it. What did you take away from that game now that you've had a chance to look back on it and kind of go over it and get some distance? What what were your takeaways? Yeah, I think that game and the second half of the UCF game, um, we've seen we've kind of started to slip away from our identity as a defensive team first and then offense. Um, And so... Obviously, those are skills that don't just leave you overnight. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to break down and figure out a couple things that if we can really hone in on, they'll make us get us back to right where we were. Any particular reason why you think the last game and a half or a couple halves have, have gone that direction? 
Um, not entirely sure exactly. Um, you know, a lot of it's just our focus mm -hmm. and uh, sticking to the things that we've been working on all season long. And so, you know, it's a long season. Um, there's multiple factors on what it could be. This this conference is super tough. But ultimately, we, we now know, like, it's just our effort and it's our intensity and focus on the defensive end. And so those are things that we can control and things that we can fix. So we're excited. I know one of the things that's been talked about all year is, you know, in years past when this team has a loss in the WCC, I mean, it can be catastrophic. That's not the case here. And not that you certainly want to lose games, but because of the conference you're in and as well as you guys have played and put yourself in this situation, losses don't hurt you like they used to. How much confidence does that give you then being able to get past games like that? I think it makes it a lot easier to, you know, approach every game with the same mindset, which is the aggressors. And I feel like there's a couple games where we've slipped away from that, and so we're just trying to really make sure we approach each game with that, that underdog, aggressive mindset that we've had all season. You've been one of the real consistent players on this team. How much pride do you take in that aspect of, you know, regardless of the situation, regardless of the opponent, you've been able to kind of handle some of the peaks and valleys that a lot of, you know, games have, have presented? Yeah, um, I think that's kind of my job as a point guard to, to be that floor general and to be that constant source. You know, we've talked with the coaches and I've talked with my circle the last couple games. I feel like I could be a lot better for our guys as far as communicating and being a better leader for us. And so we each have individual areas that we want to grow in as a team and we're just going to do that as a collective team. And I have my stuff I got to work on that I haven't been great at and we're, ho we're uh, excited to fix it. What is something that you feel you need to be better at? One thing is just like my communication on the defensive end of the mm -hmm. floor. I don't feel like I've been as vocal as a leader as I ha have been all season long. And so that's something that I can control. That's something that as a point guard you need to do for your team. And so I'm going to be better and hold myself to a higher standard in that area. Any surprises in this league so far? We were all so excited to get into this, and we knew that the challenge that everybody faces in this conference night in and night out. Is, is there anything surprised you about this league? It's surprising that it is, like, top to bottom, mm -hmm. right, the best league in the country. There's no off nights. Um, we knew that coming in. And so just outside of that, you know, it's kind of everything we signed up for, which is you know, uh, we're grateful for this opportunity to play in this conference. How much fun is this to be associated with these other programs that have been known for upper echelon basketball for so long to be in the same conversation with them? What has that been like? How much fun is that? No, oh, it's super fun. Like as a kid, you hear about these teams all growing up, right? Um, some of the best basketball teams in the in the country and to have an opportunity to not only compete but to beat those teams on a night-to-night -night basis is is huge you know that's the kind of program coach pope and his staff have built the players he's brought in and the culture we've created as team players and we're just excited to be able to go out there every day and and shock the world let's focus in on baylor what do you remember from the game in waco a little while ago uh, it was a fun one. It was loud. Um, they're a terrific team. They shoot the ball extremely well, super good offensively, which, you know, with us uh, not having our best defensive games, that's, that's awesome because we get an opportunity to go out there and prove it, that we're still that elite defensive team. And so we're excited for the opportunity, the challenge. But, yeah, terrifically coached, really great players. 
It was a dogfight, and, you know, if we fix a few things, I think we'll come out on top. Where are they different maybe from the first time that you met them, and maybe where are you guys differently from the first time you met? Right, one of the huge keys uh, going in is our transition defense. They love to push the ball, get it out to shooters up ahead. Um, so we got to be a elite in our communication, in our sprint, in our effort, um, and then they run lots of ball screens, ball screens, some of the most in the country. And so as guards, we're uh, up for the challenge to handle those those two areas of focus along with just you know fighting the whole game right it's a physical game and winning that fight those three goals for us defensively I think are what will shift the the battle our way I know that when you guys went there that was that was your second conference game and I believe it was was just the second game that they had had in that arena and that place obviously not as big as the Marriott Center but super loud how much fun is it going to be to have them come in here double the people and probably double the noise with the with everybody cheering you guys on this time right you know flip the script a little bit we're excited uh super excited to have the rock at our back especially in that second half when we're on the defensive end I think a lot of teams are a little bit surprised and shocked by the atmosphere here. And they're a seasoned team with some seasoned guys. And so uh, they've obviously played in some great environments, but there's no environment like the Marriott Center. So we're excited. Thanks, Dallin. Good luck. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Always love talking with Dallin Hall. Appreciate him taking a few minutes. All right, coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 25th ranked Cougars hosting the 11th ranked Bears at the Marriott Center. It's time now for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. You'll hear Mark on the call with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel, coming up in just a little bit. Hello, Mark. How's your evening treating you so far? Jay Swizzle. It's uh, it's going so, so far so good. I like so it. So far so good. I yeah, like I'm, it. Well, hopefully I got a about Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh, nice. I got sit, ne- sit next to Greg, you know, just uh, watching guys warm up. What have I got to complain about? You got nothing to complain about. And hopefully in about two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes, we'll be celebrating a victory over Baylor. How about that? I like that idea. I, I really like that idea a lot. I I really want to see that happen. I I think it's important. I think it's really important that that happen for the trajectory of this team, for the momentum of this team, and I, I think I think this ship it's not uh, drift, but it's slightly uh, tilted, and it needs to be righted right now. And I, I think if you can't take care of business uh, at home tonight. It's going to be hard to right the ship, and, and I, I worry that it'll begin to list more and more. You've got to go on tough, two tough road games, and I, what I, I don't want to have happen is for this team to kind of go limping into postseason play. I want them to be going in the right direction, playing good basketball at that time of the year, and I think this is important right now to make sure that they do that. Yeah, and it feels like this game was always going to be a big game, certainly. Anytime you're taking on another team that's in the top 25 certainly one as good as Baylor you're gonna you know it's a big game but then when you add into the the situation what happened last weekend in Stillwater a game that I think most of us when you're playing the win-loss game had that as a win it certainly changes things so how concerning was the loss at Oklahoma State both in the short term and then big picture 
I thought it was a bad loss. Now, uh, most teams will have a bad loss. I was watching Virginia play Virginia Tech and just get drilled last night. Uh, that, so that happens, especially team gets hot on their home floor. But what you worry about, Jason, is, you know, you, everybody talks about momentum. Well, you ha can have negative momentum, too. And you, you don't want to go negatively uh, moving forward. And, and that was that was just not a good game. I mean, BYU did some really good things, but they shot poorly. And it, it, it was it was a game they should have won, and they didn't. Uh, and so that that's that's a real concern uh, going forward. And and you know was that just kind of an aberration type thing? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's one of the real interesting things about tonight's game. Is I think then then I'll know kind of where the team is at. What was that kind of just a weird thing? Because they have listen, they have won four out of their last six. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the world's falling apart, but. Even their home wins, you know, they, they let the lead slip away and, and they're not shooting particularly well from the three. And you've got guys that uh, their trajectory from the three-point line is is going lower rather than higher. And, uh, yeah, it's the Big 12 and it's harder to shoot in the Big 12. But I, I just f I feel uneasy about where the team is right now. And, and this Baylor team, Jason, is as good as they are. And obviously they're very good, but they lost. They, well, actually, they went to Oklahoma State, went to overtime with them. And they lost at Kansas State. They lost at Texas. They lost at Kansas. So it's a team that's vulnerable, especially on the road. And and it's a team that BYU was handling quite well in Waco until late. And they, they obviously played great at the end of that game to pull it away. But BYU shouldn't fear this team and, and sh shouldn't think that it's a team that they shouldn't beat. Yeah. I mean, they're... They're ranked. They're at home. Why, why not beat Baylor? And uh, so, anyway, the whole point of that is that uh, I think this game will kind of tell me a lot. I have a lot of questions right now, and after the game, I'll, I'll have some answers, I think, about this team. Look, I, in talking with, I mean, my interview with Dallin Hall and talking with some of the other guys, they're, they're coming into this game confident, and a lot of that has to do with how well they know they play at home. And, look, we've, we've seen, and it's not just BYU this year. It's... It's every team in this conference. There's, there's every week. There seems to be a game where, like, oh, really? They beat so and so, and usually that team then comes back the next week and is able to make up for it. So this is an opportunity for BYU to make up for the game at Oklahoma State, and I feel like they feel very confident coming into this matchup. And I think some of it goes to what you just mentioned in the first matchup. Yes, Baylor did come back and ultimately won the game. But BYU had every chance to win that game in Waco, and I think they come in feeling pretty good about the way that they played and if they can cut down on some of the turnovers that, that happened in that one, especially at home with the crowd behind them, I think they feel pretty good going into tonight. Well, they went down there, shot over 50%. They, they, they played well. And, and again, Baylor obviously is number 11 team in the country. They're very good. Um, but and, and BYU could conceivably play great and lose to Baylor. That's how good Baylor sure. is. But, you, you know, I think given that BYU had that a little bit of an embarrassing performance in Stillwater, and, you know, you you come back home, if you're not ready for this game, if this game doesn't excite you and, and motivate you to play well in front of your home fans against the number 11 team in the country and a chance to do, you know, get the seating and all that kind of stuff, and, and anyway... If that doesn't get you ready to go, and if, if that's not a game that, that you're going to play your best and with a lot of energy and excitement, 
then I, then the team's in trouble. And, and so I'm looking for that. I'm looking for them to play that way in this game because there's no reason for them not to. They, you know, they should be super motivated in this game. And uh, and I'm not saying they w- they won't play that way. I, I expect them to play that way and win. But if they don't, then then a lot of the the cracks I'm seeing uh, are are probably bigger than I thought they were. And if they win and, and, and have that kind of effort, then I think it's the team that we we have seen and that has been so good all year long and deserves all the great praise and good things that are are happening for them. I, I just uh, the, the whole point of my conversation is I don't want that to kind of fade away a little bit here at the end. You have to finish strong. You have to finish with a, a, fur, a fury and a flurry. And uh, I just want to see that tonight from BYU. The previous matchup was Big 12 game number two for BYU. So it's been a while um, since these two teams faced each other. Where do you feel like BYU is a different team and a better team than when these two teams met in January? <laughs> I Listen, I, I feel like Debbie Downer here, and I'm trying to think of some positive things. Give me something things, positive here, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I'm well, begging I, you. I think, they're, <laughs> I, I think they're better at... You know, at the end of the games, in tight, tight games, I think they're doing a better job of, of making plays and making free throws and, and, and doing things like that. So, I mean, that's a positive. But, again, I'm, I'm kind of concerned because this is one of the things I loved about this team was how dominant they were defensively. They were a great defensive team, and they have really struggled the last couple of games. I mean, you're talking UCF and Oklahoma State, the two worst offensive teams you're going to face in the Big 12, and they scored – like a million points each. I'm pretty sure it was a million. It could have been a slightly under I think under it was that. two points but, shy of a million. <laughs> but uh, so that that worries me, and you can't get away with that against a team like Baylor, who shoots a great number from the three-point line, has some some really great players. So I, I hope to see the defense I saw earlier and maybe in that first matchup against Baylor. Like you said, I, I expect to see BYU. Well, here, here's something good for you. I think they're taking care of the ball much better mm-hmm. lately, and I expect them to be very good here at home and keep that around, you know, nine or 10 or 11 turnovers and I think that will really help them in this game um, and, and I think Foose is playing really well and you know there's certain guys that uh, are, are playing well but listen I, I just need some reassurance I'm, I'm feeling needy tonight Jason I need some reassurance <laughs> from this team that they, uh, they're ready to go and are as good as we've seen them all year long I, I just want that confirmation again and has, this is a, just a great opportunity against a good team on your home floor man these these are the games you dream about yeah. this is it man you let's go you better be ready to go in this one well look i mean it's it's two top 25 teams for those that will be watching it on television it's on the main espn channel there's going to be so many people tuning in to see this game i mean this is you, you said the the perfect word opportunity it is an opportunity for BYU to really show a lot of people who they are and the type of basketball that they can play and are capable of playing I I think the opportunity tonight is huge for the Cougars yeah I agree and it can kind of uh, put everyone back in the mindset that BYU is is as good as advertised if they can get a win here and, and uh, you know, again, if if you don't play well, you're looking at a tough road swing next weekend uh, with Kansas and Kansas State, and, and then you know you're you're home to what TCU or whatever. And I mean, all I'm saying is it could 
hey, Caleb, good to see you. It could kind of uh, snowball on you, and this is a great chance to kind of get the confidence back up, reestablish yourself as a, a really good team in this league, and so, uh, yeah, don't let this opportunity go by. Okay, so for BYU to get the win tonight, if, if BYU plays winning basketball, in your mind, what does that look like tonight? Well, I expect BYU to shoot the better from three. I mean, that's been how they've won games all year, and they have not shot the ball particularly well. Jackson has hit some amazingly big shots lately, but his numbers are going down. Trevin Nell's numbers are plummeting. Uh, Spencer Johnson hasn't been particularly great from the three. Dallin has looked pretty good. Ali Khalifa, it's been you know, a little bit since he's made a three. I want to see the team that's 35 to 40 percent shooting 30 to 35 threes. That's the formula. If you do that, you'll win this game. And they have not done that. And other teams are out shooting them, making more threes than them. And that's not what I expect from this team or what I want to see. So I want to see better defense on the three, and I want to see better three-point shots made. And I also think, you know, in that first game, I think Ali Khalifa and Foos weren't particularly effective, and they need to really contribute in this game and, and punish Baylor if they do extend on the three-point defense. So there's a lot of things that I want to see from guys, but I especially want to see that three-point number back to where it has been most of the year. And, Mark, what's so crazy about all of this, BYU is 6-6 six and six in the Big 12, and they're a sixth seed being projected in the NCAA tournament. I mean, Bracketology well, <laughs> has them as a sixth seed. I mean, I, I, not to quote Aladdin, which I do a lot, but, I mean, it's a whole new world, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. And and they, because they have played so well all year long, then they, they deserve that. Yes. They deserved a little grace and a cushion. Uh, but that's not going to, you know, grace lasts only so long. And and you could find yourself in a world of hurt if you kind of fade at the end here. And you're then you're just talking, are we even going to get in the tournament if you're dropping four or five in a row here at the end of the season? Again, that's a worst-case scenario. But you ju- I'm just saying you don't want that to happen. And you want to make sure you kind of reestablish yourself uh, here tonight in this one. Uh, so, yeah. Here's I mean, what, Mark, this is what you're telling me. <laughs> I, I, I am picking up what you're putting down. It's okay. not just the I've, grace. I've subtle. You need the works with the grace. <laughs> Where's, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. That sounds familiar. It I don't does know sound familiar. That. And on that, uh, that uh, spiritual note, I will let you go and uh, let you get ready for the call with Greg Rubel. It is always so much fun to talk with you, Mark. Uh, we'll hear you coming up in just a few minutes. All right, my friend. Thanks. There, there we go. The great, and I mean great, Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Take a quick timeout, come back and wrap things up from our BYU radio studios and get you ready for Baylor and BYU. We'll send you over to the Marriott Center after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live, here's Jason Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's the 11th ranked Baylor Bears in town to take on your 25th ranked BYU Cougars. Other action in the Big 12 Conference, second half in Morgantown. It is West Virginia leading UCF 53 44, 11 and a half minutes to go in that one. Uh, also tonight, number 23, Texas Tech hosting TCU. That game will tip off at the same time as our game here in Provo. Top 25 action, Missouri hosting number 5, Tennessee, and Mizzou 
with a seven-point lead at 42-35, 15 minutes to go in the second half. Elsewhere tonight, it is number one, UConn. At number 15, Creighton, Utah State hosting number 19, San Diego State in Logan at 7 o'clock. We'll be following that game throughout the evening. Also, how about this one, a little blast from the past. Number 18, St. Mary's hosting San Francisco at 9 o'clock Mountain Time. All right, we'll take a, a quick break. On the other side, it is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Grubel from the Marriott Center. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight the 25th-ranked BYU Cougars host the 11th-ranked Baylor Bears with the Cougs looking to extend their home court win streak to four games and get back above 500 in league play. The visiting Bears, meantime, have won five of six overall, and their head coach, Scott Drew, has never lost to BYU. He's 4-0 all-time against the Cougars. I'm Greg Grubel on the play-by-play headset, and with me is my courtside commentary colleague for the last 27 seasons, the former Cougar hoopster himself, Mark Durant. Mark, as much attention as uh, the BYU offense has garnered this season, until a few games ago, the Cougs' defense was also very solid, ranked in the top 25 in efficiency. Uh, But over the last four games, BYU's allowed 82 points or more in three of four. And the last two games, the teams ranked 13th and 14th in offense in this league have scored 88 and 93 making Baylor a very scary sight because the Bears have one of the Big 12's best offenses. Every one of their starters averages double figures. Baylor's top five nationally in efficiency, top 10 in three-point percentage, and a field, effective field goal percentage, and top 15 in field goal percentage. So uh, the Cougars have to button some things up against a very <laughs> yeah, good they, Baylor team tonight. They do. It's been very disappointing to me to see the defense that BYU's played in the last couple of games. You know, I... Uh, I, I love watching teams that play good defense, and I was so pleased this year with how well BYU has played. They've been a terrific defensive team, but they I don't know what has gone on with them. Uh, and, and you'd expect, Greg, at this point, when they actually got everybody healthy and playing together, you thought they'd, they'd get better at defense, a little more energy and, and maybe able to rest a little bit, but it just hasn't happened. And sometimes, though, when you play a team that is not well thought of offensively, maybe you have a bit of a letdown. You shouldn't, but sometimes you do. That's human nature, and I'm hoping that knowing those numbers, everybody on BYU's team knows those numbers you just recited, the coaches, the players, and they know it's a really deadly offensive team that's coming in here, so maybe that's a little bit of a challenge, and you kind of step up to the plate when you play that type of team. I'm hoping to see that and to see the defense we've seen all year long from BYU. That is indeed the hope tonight. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Here's Greg Rubel. 
coming up just after the top of the hour. 7.10, by the way. They've had a five-minute slide in tip time to 7.10 due to TV. Ranked versus ranked as BYU and Baylor battle here at the Marriott Center. Bears playing in Provo for the first time in more than 12 years. Baylor's on a four-game win streak over BYU, starting with that Marriott Center meeting back in December of 2011, the last time they were here. BYU tonight uh, playing for a four-game home win streak in Big 12 play. Since falling at home to Houston four weeks ago tonight, BYU's defeated Texas, Kansas State, and UCF on the Marriott Center hardwoods. BYU comes in two tonight, 6-6 six and six in league. Baylor's 8-4. and four. The Cougs are playing to try and lock down a single bye at the Big 12 tournament. Baylor has sights on a double bye to the quarterfinals in Kansas City. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about the challenge of having to implement some defensive fixes against one of the best offensive attacks in the country. Well, it's one of the best shooting teams in the country. And uh, from behind the three-point line, they have... Four guys on the floor, they're, you know, um, definitely capable, and three of them are approaching, you know, 40-plus percent. And they play with unbelievable space. They really push the ball in transition well. And so defensively, they're going to challenge you in transition defense. They're going to challenge you in guarding a lot of space. Um, and they're going to really challenge your shell principles, which has been an emphasis for us the last uh, several days anyway. Where have you seen the slippage the last couple of weeks defensively? Um, well, there's there's partly regression to the mean, and then there's partly um, um, a little bit of distraction on our part. You know, the Oklahoma State game was interesting because it was great effort. I mean, you can't have 18 offensive rebounds and not have great effort. It was just um, um, some lapses in focus, and and um, so our guys kind of being present and being really dialed in on, on their assignment defensively and also um, really having a sense of, kind of anticipating the next play, the next problem, the next issue um, is a place where we're really focusing right now, and, and uh, we're very capable. Um, you know, we've had a great defensive run, but we certainly have had some slippage in some moments in games, and then pretty much the entire game against Oklahoma State. Baylor's first, uh, your first meeting with them, you played a really good game. Uh, they, they had a really nice effort to come back in that one, but you had a nine-point lead in the second half. Yeah, um, you know, they're a terrific, terrific team, and, and uh, um, our guys were really physical and really battled, and, and um um, you know, it just was a classic Big 12 game. And um, so we're hopeful that we'll have another classic that will go our way. Since they, you first played them, the games they've lost have been like either one possession or overtime. They've been one of the better teams probably in the Big 12, we could say, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're a top, top 11 team in the country for a reason. And they've been really consistent staying there. And, and uh, you know, Scott does an unbelievable job coaching them. And, you know, they got two, uh, you know, first-round draft picks on the team and, and uh, some complimentary pieces that are really, really veteran that are good. And and it's kind of what you get every game in the Big 12. But this is certainly one of those teams. Of course, when it comes to net, you're top 10. And you've been there all year. Yep, I like that. <laughs> what do you like most about uh, your team's uh, maybe rotations right now, let's say? Um, I like that we have – that we're pretty healthy, you know, relative to the – most of the season were pretty healthy. A lot of guys are dinged up, but they're available to play tonight. Um, and I like our guys. You know, listen, we're we're learning and growing, and and uh, and you know, the one thing that's beautiful about our team is that you show up every day, and those guys are earnestly trying to um, get better, uh, trying to figure out issues that we have. Um, they're doing it together. It was fun. We had Jeff Goodman in the in the gym uh, yesterday for practice, and he left, and he's like, "Man, I've never been to practice where guys talk so much, where guys were so dialed in." And um, that's the nature of our team, and so it's a real joy to coach these guys. 
Not a single team in this league has a winning away record in league. It's a, it's a great home court league, and you hope to hold serve tonight. Yes, we do. All right, Coach, good luck on this one. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, G. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU against Baylor tonight? BYU will need to sh- outshoot Baylor from the field like they did in Waco because if Baylor outshoots you, they have 92 in a row. So the better field goal percentage for BYU. And then I'd like to see 33-point attempts. Only got around 24, 25 at, in Waco. And I'd like to see 33% of those shots go. So 30 and 33 I think BYU can do that, that they'll win here at home. All right, that is Mark Durant and his keys to the game. As we take a break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center. Tonight it's 18-7, BYU 6-6 in the Big 12, hosting 19-6 Baylor. The Bears 8-4 in league. Rematch of a game won by Baylor a month ago in Waco. 81-72, the final in a game that BYU led by as many as nine before fading late. This is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, your commentary tandem courtside. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators are Seth Larson and Soraya Ritchie. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Radio Sports Network. Our engineer tonight is uh, Barry Squires back in studio as well. All right, we talked so far about uh, BYU's recent defensive struggles. Uh, Offensively, BYU's issues are almost entirely isolated at the three-point line. In BYU's six Big 12 wins, BYU's shooting 36%. Now, you wanted 33% or better tonight. 36 is what they get in their wins in Big 12 play. In their six Big 12 losses, the number is under 30%. Saturday in Stillwater. The Cougars shot themselves out of the game from the arc in the first half. BYU opened one for 14 from three. And Mark, the Cougars never really recovered from that start from the arc. Well, you knew that the numbers would go down in Big 12 play because there's better defensive players extending out and contesting shots. So you knew that would happen, and you know it's going to go down on the road. So we built in those things. And with all of that said, BYU is not shooting the ball well from the three-point line. And and the, the numbers are trending in the wrong direction for me. Uh, I, I was just going down the list here, and Dallin Hall's shooting pretty good, but Spencer Johnson's at 30%. He should be a 40% three-point shooter. Trevin Nell, he's still at 41%, which is amazing because he has not shot the ball well since he hurt his foot. I, I, you know, I, sometimes when you injure your foot and then you're out shooting, you kind of do different things with it, and he just hasn't kind of found it, and he's a little hurried with this three-point shot because he's a, one of the best shooters I've ever seen. And he, he's just, something's a little bit off with him. He'll find it, but he needs to do it quickly. Anyway, you go down the list, you've got guys in the low 30s, 30 percentiles that should be around 40%, 35 to 40%. And so point of all that is BYU needs to shoot better. That's the identity of this team. That's what they've kind of put all their eggs into that basket. And they have shot really nicely most of the year. But right now, it seems to be trending downward 
and guys like Jackson and Spencer and Trevin need to make that the skyrocket right now because they're too good of shooters not to be shooting at least 40 percent. All right, break time once again coming up after this short intermission. We'll hear from Baylor radio play-by-play broadcaster John Morris as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show ahead of number 25, BYU home to number 11, Baylor. The Bears are a top-tier team in the Big 12 for sure. BYU out to avoid slipping into the bottom tier over the last two weeks of conference play. Seeds 11 through 14 have to play on opening day of the league tournament in Kansas City, which opens three weeks from today. The Baylor Bears are on a roll. Winners of six in their last seven. Five of six, I should say. Garden Jaden Nunn comes into the game as both the Big 12 Player of the Week and Newcomer of the Week. All five Baylor starters score 11 points a game or better. Center Eve Misi, who was scoreless in the win over BYU last month. Well, he's heated up 16 points a game in his last three. Point guard Ray J. Dennis averaging 13 points and almost seven assists per game. The leading scorer is Jacoby Walter. He scored 16 against BYU last month in Waco. A short time ago, I talked with Baylor radio play-by-play man, the voice of the Bears, John Morris, about how this team is playing coming into its second of two with BYU. It was a roller coaster there for a while. 3-0 start to conference, 0-3 after that. But those three losses, one was in overtime at K-State, one was on a buzzer beater in Austin, and one was a triple overtime loss to TCU. So we were right there in those games, but still it was three losses in a row. And I think what we saw in that is we've got a lot of young guys in key roles who had never been in those type situations before, closing out games. Now they have, and I think we're starting to see it pay off for these young guys. They've been through those close games. They're kind of learning how to win those. Let's take a look at one of those young guys in Eve Misi because in the first game against BYU, he didn't have to do a lot for Baylor to win that game. He had no points and a rebound, I think, uh, in 20-odd minutes. So he's a different player right now than he was a, a month or so ago. Very much so. And he is uh, – it's fun to see. You tell me after the game how much you think he's improved because we think he's improved a lot. He's, he's just a big old puppy, you know. He's seven feet tall, but he's learning and he's soaking up all the coaching, you know, that he can get. And you see it play out on the floor. Uh, you know, it used to be he'd take a pass at the elbow and look for somebody to get rid of the ball to. Now he spins quick, one dribble, and he's dunking it, you know, against some really good post players. He's gone up against some really good post players like Hunter Dickinson and like Filipowski for Duke, you know, guys like that. And, and he just he, Edwards' last game against West Virginia is not bad. That's right, Edwards too. So he is uh, improving with leaps and bounds, and we need him to. I mean, he's a big part of the offense. Every time people mention Jacoby Walter, the word lottery is in the same sentence yeah. somehow. He's got that reputation, doesn't he? He absolutely does. Had it coming in, but he's a great guy, and he keeps working hard. There have been games when his shot's not falling, and he makes up for it in other ways, working hard on the defensive end, working hard rebounding. So I really like him a lot. Uh, this may be a one-and-done year for him, but glad we've got him. Jaden Nunn comes in as not just the Big 12 Player of the Week, but the Newcomer of the Week as well. He's pretty special. It's never happened to a Baylor player before. Never won both those awards in the same week, and I think he deserves it. He had 27 against Oklahoma last week, followed that up with 20 in Morgantown against West Virginia. He's he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. You can just see the confidence he has in his shot, and, uh, you know, I I don't know where we'd be without that right now. Your recollections of the first BYU game and what you expect from BYU Baylor Part 2. 
Uh, you guys were really good, had a six-point lead at halftime, and then I think led by nine early in the second half. And then we kind of got hot and kicked it into gear in the second half. And I tell you, the main thing I remember from that game, Greg, was that was our first conference game in Foster Pavilion. And second game overall in the building. That's right. Yeah. And second in that new facility. And I think our crowd gets an assist for that win because they uh, were a huge part of, of kind of pushing the team forward in the second half. And we kind of saw what that building was built for to give Baylor a really good home court advantage. Your thoughts on BYU being a middle-of-the-pack team in its first year in the Big 12? I don't know what middle of the pack is. Do you? <laughs> Pretty broad right now, isn't right, it? Right, it is. That's a big middle. Um, really good team. Big 12 ready. You know, I think we talked about that during football also. B- uh, BYU is Big 12 ready, and I think you've shown that. Um, but this league this year is just tough for everybody. Uh, you you know, you got to win your home games. you got to try to steal some on the road. And, you know, 6-6 six and six right now for you guys. Keep that going, and you're in the NCAA tournament. John, always good to see you. Welcome to Provo again and back in the Marriott Center. We look forward to seeing you in Kansas City down the line, too. I appreciate it. You guys have great hospitality here, and always good to see you. All right, that is Baylor radio broadcaster John Morris. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. We'll have more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. Right to BYU and Baylor straight ahead here at the Marriott Center. BYU at the... uh, little pit stop in Provo before heading out on a two-game set to K-State and Kansas Saturday and Tuesday. As we get set for tip in this one, let's pause shortly for our national anthem.
All right, get you set for BYU and Baylor. Both teams ranked. In fact, three of BYU's final six Big 12 games will be against ranked opponents, and the stretch run has begun in the Big 12. BYU jockeying for placement and seeding at the conference tournament. BYU's NCAA tournament outlook remains positive. BYU's in pretty much everyone's bracket. They're a lock by some, but uh, there'll be a lot of scoreboard watching uh, as BYU tries to stay in this top 10 of the league standings, Mark. Uh, Beyond all that, bigger picture, the Cougars have to kind of just uh, shore their game up a little bit right now. Forget about the tournaments for a moment. They've just got to play a little better basketball all around, maybe to feel comfortable yeah. about making a, maybe a better run in either of those tournaments. And I think this game is super important for that at home and against a really good opponent. If you have any problems, that could be resolved tonight if you get a win. But if, if you don't get a win tonight and the prospects of the next five, six games is daunting, and if things aren't exactly right in your program, you could maybe not win another game the entire way. That's how good the Big 12 is. So you want to play well tonight, get a win, and then you're positive going forward. A win tonight would be resoundingly positive for BYU. Such a special night it would be if they can get a win over a, a number 11 team. Let's say great Baylor basketball team coming in tonight. So we'll see if some Marriott Center magic is present for the Cougs as they take on the Bears tonight. We'll have final words before tip-off coming up right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. And let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg and Mark with you. BYU is uh, right in the middle of the Big 12 standings right now. 6-6, six and six, which places them in a uh, solo 7th right now. Leading the league, Houston at 10-3. and three. Iowa State at 9-4. and four. Then you got Baylor at eight and four, Kansas at eight and five, TCU and Texas Tech tied at seven and five. Then you find BYU at six and six, right below the Cougs, OU and Texas at six and seven, Cincy at five and seven, K State's at five and eight. Then you have UCF, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, the Knights four and eight, and the uh, Cowboys and Mountaineers both three and nine. And so your bottom four right now consisting of K-State, UCF, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. West Virginia is leading UCF late, and if uh, if West Virginia hangs on, UCF kind of solidifies its bottom four status, which makes that 11 seed kind of the battle down the stretch mark. BYU will be battling with teams like K-State to stay out of that 11, and uh, that's why the game Saturday yeah. in Manhattan would be huge because a sweep over the Wildcats means basically you're going to win any tiebreak with them with only a few games left, so the Cougars with a good showing this week, win or lose tonight, right. if they get a win on the weekend, they might put themselves in that top 10 territory. And you talk about that because, you know, in the conference tournament, that bottom four has to play on the first night. And if, if you have to add another game to what you have to do, I mean, it's just impossible to go ahead and win a conference title. It's already going to be a challenge for BYU, but you want to just put yourself in the best spot to give yourself a chance. All right, by the way, that's a UCF West Virginia score. West Virginia 73 and UCF 60. Two minutes to go in Morgantown. Tipping off at the same time as BYU and Baylor will be TCU at Texas Tech. And again, those two teams are tied at 7-5, and five, just ahead of BYU in the Big 12 standings. All right, tip off of BYU and Baylor coming up after this. We'll have starting lineups following this break. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 